Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, Mrs. Noel actually has the day off today, so it's pretty much wall-to-wall an opportunity to talk to Doug about all of your gardening needs, gifts for gardeners, and he's got a very special announcement, in, well, including that big guy that he can tell you about that usually brings a lot of happiness this time of year in just a couple of moments. But here's how you participate in the big show. Broadcast underway until 8. You can phone in early and often to get all those questions answered at 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. You can always get Doug a message at Dollar Bank Instant Access. You can find that at kdkradio.com, and I will relay that question to Doug. He always begins with some great stuff to get us going on a Sunday morning. So as we await your phone calls, I want to remind you, if you're the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, just in time for the holiday, you'll win a $25 gift certificate from the amazing folks at Sorgles out in Wexford. Doug, good morning. Good morning, Rob. I'm putting you on the spot first thing in the morning. Do you have a favorite Santa memory? I do. I actually do. Every single year up until about the time I was 26, because I believed in Santa until I was about 26 <laughs> years of age. And ever since then, it's been downhill, Doug. So every year up until my 26th year on this earth, they were all good, buddy. Must have been quite a shocker at 26, though, huh? Well, you know, really it hurt when I found out a year later there was no Easter Bunny. <laughs> that crushed you know, me. I, act- I actually, uh, my next-door neighbor growing up, we were best friends, and I was wrestling with this uh, Santa question uh, because I had figured it out, and I was standing at the bus stop with him, and I said, well, gosh, should I tell him? Should I tell him? I I don't know, you know? You're like 9, 10 years old. And so I finally say, you know, i got to tell you something. And he says, oh, I've already known for a year. I was just keeping it quiet uh, for your sake. And so I was like, that felt pretty bad. (laughs) So all this Santa talk is, is about the gardening Santa who will be out at Han Nursery today from 1 to 4 p.m. Outdoors with plenty of social distancing. Santa is up in a sleigh. It's absolutely free, and you can get a great picture with Santa and his sleigh from afar, not too far. And a big thanks to the Perryville Volunteer Fire Department, Station 248, for loaning us this really beautiful sleigh. It's pretty cool. Uh, Everyone is welcome to get pictures. That means kids of all ages. You, You don't have to be a kid. The family all together... Uh, and what's become a big deal is pets. You know, people love to bring their pets, and that's great. And Santa has some really cool stuff to give away anybody who comes while it lasts. He's bringing the 3945 tomato seeds. Now, that's the tomato seed that was found by a uh, Pittsburgher during World War II on a battlefield. <laughs> Crossing that battlefield, uh, his group, who ran into this big field of tomatoes, they started eating them, and he 
tucked away a, a little bit in his uniform and grew it for 70 years here in Pittsburgh, and, and now I've got some of the seeds. You know, every year you grow it out and save the seeds from the tomato. They're, these aren't 70-year-old seeds. These are year-old seeds. And Santa also has some beautiful locally grown garlic to give you. And, again, while supplies last, it's for planting or eating. We can still plant. I'm still out there planting, believe it or not, even with that weather that's coming up. As long as the ground's not freezing solid, I'm finally getting my work done. Uh, so we've got the 3945 tomato seeds to give away. Uh, Santa has the garlic to give away. Santa has great gardening books to get rid of. Uh, I heard they were they were all over Santa's office, and somebody got upset about that. Oh, it's Mrs. Claus. So all the gardening books got to go that have been sitting around, and maybe some other gardening swag too. So it's going to be fun today at Han Nursery, one to four p.m. Um, absolutely free. That, that's the part I, I love about this, and no pressure about the pictures. You could do whatever you want, and that's what's fun too. If you bring your pet, and I have people that have been bringing their pets for many. Uh, Santa's had. Uh, lots of fun seeing the uh, <laughs> the animals, and we've had lots of pets coming. So uh, at DougOster.com, uh, all that information is there, but I just posted a new fun bulb planting video uh, because I am still planting bulbs, and I still have about 200 left, maybe more. I don't think that many, but I think I can finish that up in a couple days. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, but check out the video, please. It's very short, but very fun, and just shows how I'm planting mine. This is also the last chance, uh, probably the last time you'll hear about it, but we'll see, uh, last chance to sign up for my uh, trip to England and Holland in May. Uh, just a couple seats left, and love for you to join me. Uh, England will see the Chelsea Flower Show, a beautiful place called Kew Gardens, uh, Sissonhurst Castle, which has the famous white garden. I, I love that garden. Then we're headed for Holland for what I think is the crown jewel of the trip. It only happens every 10 years. The International Horticultural Ex Exhibition called Floriad, 143-acre town, reconfigured every decade for a celebration of gardening. It is going to be cool. i got pictures and all the information at DougOster.com. Like I said, we're out of time. This is going to be booked this week or next. So if you've always dreamed of seeing the Chelsea Flower Show or like me, I've seen it twice, and I love it, but to see Floriad is just, i that's my my bucket list. Uh, also at DougOster.com, I've got uh, this week's Pittsburgh Today Live segment uh, shot at the Phipps Winter Show, Holiday Magic. Uh, it was a fun tour with the designer, my friend Jordan Molino, and one thing that I love about the shows and what I'm, I've learned from her every time are all the new poinsettias. There's one uh, called Golden Glow, which is super yellow. There's a, a Jador, and I'm not even sure what the name of it is, but Jador is the, the type, but it's pure white with just a hint of, of pink at the center. It's really cool stuff, and I love the show. Uh, I think it's wonderful. If you do go see the Winter Flower Show at Phipps, go around maybe 2, 3 in the afternoon. The other thing, too, remember that the cafe there is awesome. I mean, don't eat any place else. <laughs> they have an awesome cafe. But go around 2, 3, check out the show. Also, go to the other rooms that the the, the show isn't part of, the Orchid Room, and um, check out even, if you can, the outdoor gardens because they still have things going on. 
And uh, so then you see it one way during the day, but then the whole thing inside is lit. And then the outside light garden is just, it's just amazing. Uh, you know, unusual, but really cool, funky lights and all sorts of crazy stuff. I, I just love it. Uh, today, give me a call. I'd really like to talk to you about your garden. Do you look forward to the break in gardening, or are you like me and could continue to garden forever? What did good for you? What didn't? Give us a call, 866-391-1020. I would love to talk to you. You know, today we're, I've got a whole list of cool uh, gifts for gardeners that we can talk about here during the show, depending on how many calls we get. But I'll get to it for sure. Uh, you know, gardeners are pretty easy pretty easy to shop for and i was thinking about it last night i started making a list and i even thought, thought of more stuff this morning so we'll talk to, about that when we come back from our first break but do please give me a call and don't feel shy or worried about talking to me on the radio i just kind of consider us just talking to each other you know i'm just like you <laughs> sitting at home in my jammies <laughs> All right, Rob, ready for a little break? Yeah, let's take a little break. And by the way, all of our lines are open. You have a question about gardening or anything that has to do with what he does at DougOster.com. Call us at 866-391-1020. Next hour, Coons Cooking Hour. Joe Dantisi back after an extended vacation, and he's ready to get back in the kitchen along with son Frank. Holiday appetizers, the topic of conversation. Heffron Tillotson, your money in you. Two full hours of your calls to build a stronger financial portfolio with the folks from the home of the master plan. And then we'll look back at the big Hit win, what lies ahead for the Panthers as far as bowl season is concerned. The Steelers, Ravens, Penguins, and more all today on your hometown sports talk show, the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday Show, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. all today. Rob Pratt Sunday, KDKA. All right, so if you have a question for Doug, now would be a good time to call in, 866-391-1020. Here's Tom in the North Hills up first for Doug Oster, DougOster.com, Organic Gardener, KDKA. Hi, Tom. Hi. Um, <clears throat> I had a question. Um, on row covers, you know the the blue plastic bags that you get at the grocery store. Could you weave them in, let's say, chicken wire or something, and then kind of you you know bend it over your um, garden, or would it knock off or not uh, prevent too much of the light to come through? That that's my concern for the blue ones. And to tell you the truth, I'm not sure how much light gets through there. I would rather I would prefer the white ones if you could figure out a way to use them like that. Yeah. The other thing that would be concerning to me was just the how they would hold up. Uh, you know, we're talking about building something, creating something to uh, to make kind of a greenhouse outside. You know, uh, right. we we use floating row covers, which are the spun-bound translucent fabric. I use them a lot, uh, and they just have some hoops up, and they just, you, I just cover them over cool weather crops. And so Tom's right. thinking about you know getting a, a use for these uh, those plastic bags, which would be great. I don't know; it'd be kind of a fun experiment if you could just make a little one. Well, that's you know, what I was thinking of is making yeah, a yeah little one I, out of the blue. Bl I have a big one for my garden right now, you know, with the hoops and everything. But I thought, geez, all these plastic bags could there be a use for them? And, That's a great idea. You know, so I'm gonna. I think probably in the spring when I want my seeds to start growing, I'm gonna probably just get a set up a little small one and see how that does. Well, I'd like to hear about that and see that if we could connect on email, that would be interesting. So in your garden now, 
Right. Is there any is there anything growing underneath those that row cover and the hoops? Oh yeah, I have like kale and uh, Chinese cabbage and um, collards and different things like that. They were growing before I put the cover on. You know, they were doing well. Yeah. So when it got yeah, colder, I stuck the cover on. Is that something that you got the plants for? You started from seed in the summer, or how did that work? Well, I think I planted them back in. I kind of planned ahead, so I kind of planted them maybe September-ish or August. I can't remember exactly. Oh, okay. Knowing that by or... the time that this, you know, December, or November rolled around, they would be big enough that I could just protect them. And uh, were they from seed, or did you get the plants? No, I, I always grow it from seed. Oh, awesome! Yeah, uh, yeah. The seeds of when you, when you have a start to winter like this, uh, guys like Tom and I who love to grow in the cold weather we look like geniuses so tom welcome to the genius club <laughs> well i know like last year i covered some of my stuff and the stuff i didn't cover it still survived yeah i know i know trust me you know i've got some stuff out there too but uh one thing tom i want to tell you that i'm growing uh this year when i got it from an article from savvy gardening where our, our friend jessica walliser works growing garlic in containers, and so I'm protecting those. I've got these big 15-gallon uh, fabric pots, and I've got those all planted with garlic, and then I've, I've got it all mulched with <clears throat> thick straw, and so that's how I'm protecting those. But, uh, Tom, that's great to hear, and I, I would, yeah. would, would love to see if you could make something out of those bags because, you know, I'm always looking for, for stuff like that. Thanks so much for your call. All right, uh, Doug, talk about some of the uh, tips when it comes to buying a gift for a gardener and how you can do it All on right. that shoestring budget. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, you know me, Mr. Cheapskate, but uh, we've talked about it before, but right at the top of the list are, is a gift certificate to your favorite garden center or nursery. I am telling you, I know it's not a personalized gift. So you get something else, but that card, <laughs> when you give it to a gardener, they're going to be like, oh, thank goodness. Now I can get what I want. But some other interesting things that you might not thought of, and one of them that I love to suggest are seeds of something that you would like to eat out of the garden. Because us as gardeners, we want to feed our family and our friends. And that's how I started growing beets, actually, because I'm one of those guys that grew up with canned beets. And uh, that's a different animal. But when I started growing beets for my wife and she roasted them, I was like, all right, I'm a beet fan now. Uh, the other thing, uh, you know, angels, cherubs, roosters, gnomes, pigs, whirligigs, statues, rocks carved with silly say- sayings, any garden decoration is good. You know, I'm always, when I go do these garden consults, I'm always telling people, you could use a statue there, you know, something to draw you there. But also, think of a good garden bench. Man, I'm telling you. Uh, the older I've got, the more benches I put in there. I sit on the way out to the garden as I'm doing my jobs. But a really nice garden bench, every gardener is going to love that. But I've got a couple more easy ones, um, a good pair of garden gloves. They might have gloves, but you can always use another pair. You know, I've got one out in, I use like a mailbox out by the garden to hold my tools and gloves. So I've got one out there and some inside. A good pair of pruners. I'm using these. Uh, they're from DRAM. D-R-A-M-M, and they're called Color Point Pruners. And I love the, the, the way that the latch works, so it's open and closed when you want it to be in either, in either one. I love that. 
a good pruning saw. Pruning saws are different than, you know, a saw you use to, to cut, like, wood for a house or something. Pruning saws, they cut on the draw, and they're sharp as heck, and it's the best way to keep up with your pruning. Uh, how about one of those indoor gardens uh, from Arrow Garden or these other companies? And then, real quick, an amaryllis bulb or some paper white bulbs, assuming that everybody loves the fragrance of the paper whites. All right, Rob, ready for a break? Yeah, we'll get to a break. And listen, I want to remind everyone, we've got Rob Taylor coming up with that news in a couple of minutes, bottom of the hour, then we'll come right back. Phones are filling up. We have one line available. So if you want to jump in here and talk to Doug, now will be a good time. No Mrs. Know-It-All today. So the next two segments, he's got some more of those gardening tips and tricks for gift buying this holiday season. And yes... Definitely going to have more of your phone calls. And maybe if we have time, a few listener questions that he answers every week that you can send a question to him at DougOster.com. All right. It is Rob Pratt Sunday, Odyssey, 100.1 FM, AM 1020, Katie Kane. Then don't forget the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Lentisi, back after an extended vacation with son Frank. And it's holiday appetizers today on the Coons Cooking Hour on Katie K.A. Yes, he is, and a lot of folks want to talk to Doug. We'll get to those calls in a moment. But, you know, if you're the 10th caller, I have an opportunity for you to win a $25 gift certificate to Janoski's in Clinton. That number is 412-922-1020, 412-922-1020. Speaking of Janoski's in Clinton, Pennsylvania, where they have some of the best light displays anywhere, you just simply pay a little bit and drive through out there in Clinton. Of course, also today is day two of the Christmas open house at Janoski's in Clinton beginning at 10. Here's Lori calling from that community on KDKA. Hey, Lori, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am spectacular. What's on your mind today? Um, Thank you for uh, taking my question. I have poinsettias that I kept from last year, like I grew them. I just wondered how I can get them to color up like they were when I initially got them. Uh, It's tough. Uh, You know, the way they do it out there at Janoski's or any place is that they, the natural lighting... The, the natural lighting of uh, 12 hours on, 12 hours off, that's just that's just how the days are right now, and that's the best way to do it. I mean, you know, I've heard people try and, like, put them in a closet for 12 hours and bring them back out, and then they forget. And so I've done the same thing, Lori, in that uh, my points that have stayed out in the greenhouse for as long as it possibly could, and it put a little bit of color on. And that's the same thing on the windowsill ones. They'll put they'll they'll naturally put a little bit of color on, but I've never been able to to get them to really color up the way they do at a, a good greenhouse. If okay. you had a place with no light and you could set up some LED lights like down in a basement or something and had them on for twelve and off for twelve, the plant would color up. Uh, I just really? don't know how yeah. how good it'll color up because uh, again, when you have all that light from the greenhouse. Uh, it's just, I I still like to grow them year year round, you know, and then put them out uh, in the summer, bring them back in in the winter. But right. I've never got them to I've never got them to color up as well as they do at a place like Janoski's. Okay, well, thank you. No, oh, thank you. Thanks for your call. Here's Rick up next on KDK. Hi, Rick. Hello, Doug. Good morning, Rob. Uh, I, I got a good deal at the end of the year. I bought thirty coneflowers and I got them for ten cents a piece. You know, Jeez. I mean, well, I got them for like thirty cents. So I got ten dollars in them. I have them in the house. Do you think I have time to plant them in the in the garden now, or should I leave them in the basement? No, I think they'd be better off in the garden, uh, and I would do it sooner th- than later. And then, uh, first off, put them 
put them in what we call a nursery bed, just a place where it's kind of protected if you've got a space like that, you know, and with some decent soil. Like in my case. Oh, yeah, with my garden I do, yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd put them out in the garden. And then as soon as I planted them, uh, I would make sure they get the water they need, you know, try and get them established, and then kind of heal them in with with a good mulch, like some shredded leaves or some straw or something, just to give them some Yeah, I got plenty of leaves here. I I own an acre, and I got leaves everywhere like you do. All right, well, (laughs) shred them up, uh, pile them on top of that plant once it gets established, and I think you'll be okay. I mean, it is is getting late, but if you look at the – again, for gardening, we're always looking at that long-term weather forecast. And when I looked yesterday – yeah, we got some cool weather coming up here at 38, uh, you know, right. probably colder at, at night, but that's not cold enough really to stop things. And then it goes up to 60 again. And right, so, it goes in the 50s and 60s. So I was going to, like I said, I was going to leave them in the basement, but I said, I think I'll call you and maybe I should put them in the garden and have a better chance to survive for the I think spring. it is going to be better because it's going to be hard to limp them along all winter long. And, and, again, they want, they have to have that dormant period, that cold dormancy right where they lose all their leaves and everything, and they sit there all winter. That's part of the their culture. And then uh, in the spring, they'll just start uh, coming up again. And again, would, if it was something that was, like, not quite hardy in our area or not as tough as a coneflower, I, right. I might think differently. But coneflowers are tough as nails. I think you'll be fine putting them in, and, and keep us posted, and, too. Let me know how things go. Yeah, and then I'll transplant them to where I want them. You know, I'll put them in the garden right, where it's right. real, do, real nice soil, cover them up, and then I'll transplant them. But I'll let you know how it goes. All right, great. Thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot, Doug. All right, here's Joyce uh, North Hills for Doug Oster on The Organic Gardener. Hi, Joyce. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Doug. Um, I have a question. Um, I um, We bought some uh, down at Hans. Uh, there's six left, and they are called Euphorbia. Mm-hmm. They're really pretty. I think they're an evergreen, what they told me. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we have them on the side of our driveway in full sun, like they say. But I'm a little bit worried about the winter because we've had uh, some low-growing ground covery type evergreens over there and did the floating row cover, like you suggested, now, one one variety, we had two different varieties. One variety did survive. The other ones didn't, um, even with the row cover. Um, so mm. I'm wondering about these, um, because they stand about mm, 10 to 12 inches right now. They're, they're just put in this summer or this fall. And um, don't know so when, if I... When were, so when were they put in? When were they put in? In September. He said, "Perfect. They've been in for a while, and they look beautiful. They're they're doing well. They look just like the picture. They have, do you know what they are? They're called asphalt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the thing, the only thing you can do at this point really, is be sure they have all the water they need. You know, if we don't get rain, that they have all the water they need until the ground freezes. And since you planted in September, which is just absolutely perfect, they are are already established. And so this is good news." Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the only thing the only thing we can do is just be sure they have the water they need before the ground freezes solid. Then that that plant will go dormant. There's nothing you can do or want to do to it. They're really tough, and so there's no concern about doing the floating row cover or any kind of other protection like that. They'll they'll winter over without without any worry. And uh, as I said, just get some water on them uh, if we don't Is that get every rain. Day? No, no, like once a week. 
Oh, okay. Because uh, and, and that's near... only that's only if we don't get rain. You know, I and think we have rain until, or snow until, coming. Like so. it's a freeze, you mean, up until it starts getting like like under 32 at night, or yeah, below 32, and the ground freezes solid. Uh, but again, if you get rain and snow, you'll be in good shape. And I wouldn't okay. worry too much about them, uh, just because they are tough. And don't forget, I'm going to be at. I mean, Santa's going to be at Han today. Yeah, from I know. I was four. thinking of popping down there today because when you know what, quickly we have another evergreen we bought. That's, that's uh, I don't know where we got this one, but it's called an evergreen too, and it was put in the same time, uh, in the right spot, and it's um, called um, it's a Monrovia. It's called Rejoice Coast. L-E-U-C-O-T-H-O-E, and it's sort of a, a rusty color. It's real pretty. Um, mm-hmm. The same with that because that's a couple of – that's more than a foot high. That, that's that, 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 that really needs the water. Anything that like needs, that okay. really okay. needs the water. Again, but just remember, only if we don't get rain. You know, if you get two weeks without rain, you're going to want to soak the, the bottom of the, the that plant – you know, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes maybe, oh, okay. you know, and, and and then you'll be good to go. I hope you come down and see Santa, get a picture, you know. You yeah, don't you have still to be mulch a around, kid. you still should put mulch around those two, like for protection around these yep. spots. Uh, yeah, mulch on the bottom, make them that mulch look like a donut, not a volcano. Now, that's and, very important. And leaves, too, so, we could put leaves around there. Sure, shredded leaves would be great. Okay. And don't never let, the mul- never let the mulch touch the bottom of the tree. And as okay. I said, spread it out to look more like a donut. You never want volcano mulch, okay? Okay. Thanks, Doug. Thank you. All right. Uh, 7.45 at KDKA. And let's say hello to Dan up next for Doug Oster. Hi, Dan. Hey, Doug. Uh, hi, Bob. Uh, when's the best time to uh, plant shallows, in a fall or a spring? I like to plant them in the fall. Uh, just like I do garlic, but it can be done either way. Uh, shallots are really super easy to grow, and they become perennialized in our climate. And so how it works is e- even now you could get them in the ground, believe it or not, uh, and they'll, be, they'll start sprouting in the spring, and then they get to a certain point where they go, they go dormant and we, we dig them, but you don't dig all of them, and they'll just keep spreading. Uh, and shallots are, are just a... A wonderful thing to use in the kitchen, and as I said, super easy to to grow. And they don't get uh, planted that much. You know, I'm I'm growing them out there next to some garlic, and I really enjoy them. I got another question. Can I split the bulbs up and replant them? The bulbs. Yep, yep. That that that'll work definitely. That's how I do it. You know, I'll lift. uh, Like usually, they'll be like I don't know, six or eight, or kind of together and then i'll lift that whole thing take about three quarters of it as a harvest and then split the other ones up and replant them right away and that seems to work out pretty well and gives me shallots uh year after year all right thanks a lot have a merry christmas you guys thank you merry christmas all right here's kim in wexford hey kim welcome to kdk how are you i'm good hey doug i wondered what you use for hoops for your floating row covers where do you buy them I get them at Hastings Hardware, but any hardware store will have them. You know, I'm just going to put a plug in for Hastings Hardware because, uh, you know, I live in the North Hills. They're between Ross and, and Millvale, and those, I, I am just completely clueless, and they just help me out on everything. And I've had a lot of projects to do on the house, 
you know, I got this old house. But anyway, they've got these uh, pre-cut 11-gauge wire. It's cut to six feet, and they're very inexpensive. And so I will use those, but I'm actually cutting those in half. And so I'm, only get, I'm using a three-foot hoop. I want my floating row cover to be really low to the ground. I want a, a, It's not even a round uh, hoop. It's kind of a flattened hoop. I kind of bend them that way. Uh, the reason being is I want the snow load to stay on top uh, when it's just a, a curved one and it's six feet or something like that, using a six-foot 11-gauge uh, wire as the hoop. Uh, the snow won't stay on top. The snow on top acts as an insulator, and I just I learned that lesson from doing, you know, over the years growing in the winter, where I, I had one of those tall hoops, and I had greens in there, and we had a really cold winter, but I had snow snow on the sides of it, which acted as an insulator, and so those greens looked good, but the greens in the middle kind of died out, and so now I cut that six foot wire in half, and make that sort of kind of flattish hoop. Put a floating row cover on it. Again, that floating row cover is a translucent, spun-bound fabric that it acts like a greenhouse. You know, it, it's still, you know, water can get through, and it's 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 not like having plastic over it, but it just provides enough protection for things like kale and lettuce and beets and uh, Swiss chard. I'm trying to think what else I have out there. I have uh, you arugula. Know, just, yeah, arugula. That's another good one. And so. That's where I'm getting my hoops uh, from from the local hardware store, and I, probably everyone every hardware store is going to have them because they use them somehow for uh, installation of drop ceilings. I don't know how it works, but like I said, got pre-cut hoops there. Eleven gauge wire is thick enough uh, certainly to hold up a floating row cover, considering the plants themselves will hold it up. And you, you might ask, why am I using hoops at all if they're so lightweight that the plants hold it up? It's the snow load. And yeah. that lesson was taught to me during Snowmageddon. And so I had yep. just the floating row covers over the plants. And then we got 22 inches of snow, and all my plants survived, but they were flattened to the ground. So, um, yeah, go to your local hardware store, and they're very inexpensive. Those, those those, that wire is very inexpensive. And we, I just reuse it year after year. Thanks well, for talking to you. Uh, my arugula has, has uh, worms all through it, How? and I have a greenhouse over it. What do I do about the worms? The big green well, if you ones? Have any kind of if you have any kind of chewing insect, uh, first that's the first thing. If it's just, you know, earthworms, no concern. But if it's some kind of chewing insect on the arugula, you shouldn't have to worry about that for the winter. That that, that should be over. But when we get to the spring, if you have a chewing insect on a plant like arugula, which, you know, sometimes you'll get slugs. Uh, but anyway, figure out what the pest is first, diagnose it, uh, and and then take action. So in the case of slugs, we would use an organic control called Sluggo. It's just a, an iron pellet, overdoses the slug on iron. If it's a chewing insect, we use something called Captain Jack's Dead Bug oh, Brew. It's, yep. a, it's an orga- it organic, uh, safe way to deal with the pest. The pest it, You spray it on the leaf that's being eaten, the pest ingests it, and then it, it affects the pest nervous system, but it can't hurt us. It can't hurt the good bugs. It can't hurt people who live downstream. And so uh, that's the way to do it. And good luck with your winter garden. Uh, I am answering questions after the show at DougOster.com. I do that every year, and if you didn't get through. Now, remember, I'm going to be at Han Nursery in Ross. I'm sorry, 
Santa Claus is going to be at Han Nursery in Ross from 1 to 4 today with lots of stuff to give away. You know, if you still haven't put garlic in, Santa will have some garlic for you while it lasts, maybe 10 heads, so one head per person. Uh, some 39.45 tomato seeds, which were found on the battlefield of World War II. Mm-hmm. Garden books and more garden swag. Uh, it is so much fun. Bring your kids. Bring your pets. Uh, Santa is up on a sleigh, so there's no sitting in the lap. There's no close encounters like that. Uh, it's all outdoors, and so it's completely safe, and it's a great way to get a free picture and no pressure. Have some fun. And, and come, I'd love to see you. Lots of stuff at the website at DougOster.com. And remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. With a round of applause, he exits stage left. News at 8, Rob Taylor. And then Joe and Frank Dentisi, Holiday Appetizers, Coons Cooking Hour. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.